Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight. Let me uh, turn on my light, see if that helps any. Woo! All right, uh, we've got some uh, big items in store for you today. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the uh, Fury Chisora fight. Uh, Holly Donovan did a great uh, job of previewing that fight, that entire card, quite frankly. Uh, and I invite you to join her show, uh, Talk and Fight with Holly Donovan, if you need all the news with respect to that upcoming uh, heavyweight brawl uh, between Fury and Desor, as well as uh, Daniel Dubois on on the on, you know on that card as well. I'm going to talk about a couple of heavyweights to start off this particular show um, out, of, out of the U.S., starting with uh, Bakudir Jalalov believes he's ready uh, to take his place among the top 10 best heavyweights in the world. And he warned his rivals not to make him angry. The giant Jalalov extended his frightening professional record at 12 no, 12 knockouts last weekend when he stopped the helpless Curtis Harper in the fourth round. Jalalov has revealed the plan was to get at least six rounds under his belt in California, but deliberate headbutts by Harper annoyed the big Uzbek, who decided enough was enough. After flooring Harper in the third, Six foot seven, Jalalov bludgeoned his American rival in the fourth and forced the referee to step in at one minute, 53 seconds of that round. So, quick little quote here. Uh, I'd follow my game plan a little bit better against Harper. It would have gone a lot more than four rounds because the plan was to go six to get some experience. But it just so happened that he annoyed me a little bit with headbutts. I never try to go to hurt people. I just go and do my best, land my punches, and not get hit. I would rate my performance as 6 out of 10 just because I didn't really have a training camp for this fight. I was in Uzbekistan with the amateur team. My coach was with uh, Bivol at his time in uh, Dubai. So we had a little bit of conditioning, a few sparring sessions. That's why I need two rounds to catch the rhythm and then get my timing. Well, good for Jalalov, and uh, I really look forward to seeing what we have in store for him in the future. Now. As I said, I want to talk about two heavyweights. So the second heavyweight I want to talk about, upcoming uh, on his, uh, he'll be he'll be on the undercard of the Terence Crawford David Avnasian fight, coming up in Omaha, Nebraska, on December tenth. Uh, the heavyweight I want to talk about is Jeremiah Milton, aka Dreamland. He's one of the most exciting heavyweight prospects in America. He's undefeated. He's seven zero, six knockouts. And he fights out of uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. His opponent, by the way, on that particular evening is going to be uh, DeJuan Calloway. He's 5-1 five with five knockouts. And he's fighting out of Ohio. So as, as we all know, uh, the Crawford versus Avanasian is a 12-round WBO welterweight world title clash, uh, which will stream on the new BLK Prime uh, network. And, uh, you know, if you, I'm sure they have a website. I'm sure you can go buy tickets for it. But at the end of the day, here's what Milton had to say about his training camp and his matchup uh, with Callaway. Training camp has been amazing. Vegas has the best work. I just sit back, reflect on how blessed I am to see so many different styles in the gym. I have the motivation to train hard, but the thing that keeps me improving is the type of work I get and the ability I have thanks to my team to be a full-time fighter. This has been a solid camp, and I'm more than ready. And on his matchup, yeah, she said, 
I'm not taking easy fights. My next opponent has a good record. He's coming to win, and he's never been stopped. So this is a big step up in my boxing career. The harsh part of this sport is sometimes you run into fighters who are just better than you. On this night, that's what's going to happen, but I'm not overlooking him at all. In the heavyweight division, I feel I'm on, uh, one fight away from a big chance, a life-changing moment. I'm nearing the point of being an eight-round fighter, and once you get to eight-round fights, you can get the call for any type of marquee fight. So this is simple. A win keeps my dream alive. So good for him, and we look forward to seeing that result. He looks like a big boy, that's for sure. Um, and we look forward to seeing that result. All right, let's move along to a couple of uh, flyweights that Eddie Hearn has been talking about very recently. Uh, Eddie Hearn had this to say uh, about his upcoming fight uh, taking place, I believe, in Arizona. He said, uh, the undercard from top to bottom, I feel uh, like uh, one of the strongest we've seen this year. So many great fights to unveil. Julius Cesar Martinez, the WBC flyweight world champ, has issues in the past, looking back tremendous with uh, Eddie uh, Reneso against one of the former, uh, one of our Spanish stars and Samuel Carmona, undefeated former Olympian, by the way. Great run for the Spanish boxing. Kiko Martinez and Sandor Martin and others. He has a chance to become world champion on Saturday. Joslito Valaquez, another one of Eddie Reynoso's charges, is in for a great fight against the former WBC world champion, uh, Christopher Rosales. So Eddie's uh, uh, quite excited about this this, is, this upcoming fight, uh, top to bottom, uh, to be shown live on zone. Let's go through a few of the fighters who will be fighting. Let's start off with, uh, in no particular order, I don't think, Ammo Williams. Ammo Williams uh, said... Uh, it's complete focus on Simon Madsen because this is a must-win statement to show Felix Cash what he's really signing up for. Everybody thinks I'm young in the game. I just don't have as much experience. But now, after this big 2022 and to finish off with a great fight like this, I don't see myself being anywhere behind Felix Cash. And I'm going to make a statement that's going to make him think twice about the fight. I promise that. Simon Madsen, for his part, said... I'm very thankful for this opportunity. It's a huge step up for me, and I took this fight on a short notice, but I'm happy to get the opportunity because I feel like I'm ready. I'm ready to put on a great fight and make a surprise, and thank you for giving me the opportunity. It looks like we have another quote from Mark Castro here. Mark Castro says, um, we're just trying to inspire kids and show that they can make it from wherever they're from. This Saturday, I go against a tough opponent, but I put in the work every day in the gym. So this is just another stepping stone for my career. And I'm grateful, grateful for the opportunity to be here. It's a special part uh, of the trilogy uh, on the undercard of Estrada and Chocolate Dale. They're both legends in their own making. And it's just surreal, especially if they're fighting a third time. I'm just glad to be part of it. Um, we have some uh, couple of women going on. Uh, this card too, Carice Brown. Unfortunately, my opponent hurt her wrist for the Australian fight. But it's a huge, huge honor, and I'm uh, blessed to be able to get the call short notice for this fight. Shout out to Jesus Escalera of TNK Boxing Promotions, my promoter, as well as Eddie Hearn for allowing me to be able to fight on this card and take a big step up for the females out there, even the young girls, for them to see what they can accomplish in this sport. One thing about me is my life has been nothing but a fight, but every day is a fight, so I'm prepared, I'm ready. And there's nothing that I'm not willing to take a challenge on. I'm ready. For part, Beatrice Ferreira said, 
My first fight was incredible. It was very new to me. I liked it a lot. I'm very excited for the second. I believe I gave a great show with the first fight. It's a great spectacle for the public. And this time will be the same. I'm moving forward with force and speed. All the lights are going to be that way. Did I say lights? All the fights are going to be that way. Force and speed. Got it. Ricardo Agent Luna had this to say. I feel strong. I feel motivated. I'm anxious. I also want to thank Patico. That's Diego Pacheco, who will be fighting. The day after tomorrow, we're going to deliver an excellent fight, and I'm going to be the, the, get the bigger victory, which I deserve after so many opportunities. For his part, Diego Pacheco said, I'm very happy to be here. I'm set, excited to be part of this big event with these legends who are sitting right behind me that we're going to put in. I want to thank my coach, entire team in Seattle. We put in all the work. I'm ready to shine. You guys, tune in. It's going to be an amazing show. So um, let's move along down here to the two fighters who will go toe-to-toe -to -toe and headline this event. Roman Chocolatito Gonzalez. We've talked about him a lot. I'm super motivated. I'm super happy because we've had a good camp with my team. We're very motivated. We know it's going to be a great fight against Estrada. And we hope that the fans of the boxing world can enjoy this fight. If you thought the second fight was good, the third fight will be even better because we were prepared better. And ever before, I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm very happy. We've done a good job to show that I have the special talent. And I'm going to enjoy this with my family and my people. For his part, uh, Juan Estrada said, it's been, uh, I've been, it's, been a lot of, it's been a lot of time. Unfortunately, the pandemic really stopped boxing. So I'm happy. I'm very well prepared. After my last fight, I only had two weeks of rest. And then we continued camp at high altitude. And I'm very motivated and confident about this fight. Uh, Chuckle Tito and I are fighters uh, who uh, do our talking in the ring. Outside, we're respectful. In, we are respectful, but inside, we disrespect each other. We're colleagues outside of the ring, and what we do, uh, we do in the ring, and we're going to show it in the ring. That's why this is going to be the best fight out of all three of them. The best one will win, and I feel like people are going to take on a good show, and not just for this fight, but the undercard has great fights as well. All righty. Eddie Hearn concludes by saying, uh, as both these legends said, they predict the best of all three on Saturday night. To be honest with you, I would have taken 50% of one or two. If we get the best fight of the trilogy here Saturday, we will get one of the greatest fights in the history of the sport. I think I speak for everybody when I say thank you to Juan Estrada. Thank you to Roman Gonzalez for continuously giving us great fights and stepping up to fight the best in boxing. We close out 2022 in front of around 10,000 people in this tremendous arena here in Phoenix for, in my opinion, one of the cards of the year and one of the fights of the year, the trilogy, Roman Chocolatito Gonzalez against Juan Estrada. Now, let's all keep in mind there is another trilogy going on, uh, I believe the same night over in England, but we're not talking about that one today. Box Lab Promotions is hosting the World Boxing Association KO Drugs Fight Night, Sunday, December 11th at the Carib Royale in Orlando, Florida. And the card will be televised live on CBS Sports in the U.S. at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. This will be a special evening of boxing, and it opens the annual uh, WBA convention, uh, which does take place at that same hotel, the Carib Royale. Uh, we are proud to bring our 100th annual convention and signature KO Drugs show to Central Florida, said WBA President Gilberto Mendoza. This is the first time the show is being held in the United States, and we're excited to be partnering with our host, the Carib Royal Resort. 
and Box Lab Promotions to bring you this event. We will have multiple WBA title fights on the card and feature boxers from all around the world. Headlining is a 10-round junior welterweight contest between Cuban phenom Arestes Velasquez and Guillermo El Leoncito Croco for the WBA International Championship. The fast-rising Velasquez is 5-0 with all his wins coming by knockout. Currently residing in Las Vegas, where he is trained by legendary Ishmael Salas, Velasquez most recently scored a third-round knockout over Emiliano Garcia in August. Fighting out of Argentina, Croco's 20-2-1 and and with six knockouts, so he's no slouch. And his last outings came via stoppage as well. In the 10-round co-feature, undefeated middleweights Francisco Bebu Veron and Leonardo Ruiz will score off of the WBA Continental Americas title. Veron, a native of Buenos Aires, Argentina, is 10-0, and 0, wow, with eight knockouts. And uh, let's see, on October 28th, Veron scored a second-round stoppage over countryman Franco Ledesma, representing San Bernardino, California. Ruiz is 10-0 and 0 with seven knockouts. And on November 18th, Ruiz stopped previously unbeaten Jose Silva in the fifth round. Quick little note on a few of the undercard fighters here. NABA super middleweight champion Yamaguchi, the problem Falco, defends his belt against heavy-handed Ernest Amuza. Hailing from Brazil and now residing in Florida, Falcoa's professional ledger is an outstanding 23-1-1 with nine knockouts. On October 29th, Falcoa retained his title by dominating Alex Tehran over 10 rounds. Originally from Ghana and currently based in Florida, Amuzu is 26-7 with 22 knockouts. And he's faced many world-class fighters, including uh, Vijander Singh, Legvin Krychev, and Ruddy Vyoj Hot Rog Kalajogdik. Wow. Sorry about the mispronunciations there, fellas. All right. NABA middleweight champion Connor the Kid Coyle defends his belt. We've talked about him often. Defends his belt when he faces Slajan Janjanjan. Nope. Janjanyan in a 10 round showdown. Representing a Derry, Northern Ireland, and training out of Pennells Park, Florida. Coyle's 17-0 with seven knockouts. And on May 20, 21st, Coyle captured the NBA title with decision victory over Antonio Todd at the Caribe Royale. He's rated number 10 by the WBA, and Coyle most recently defeated veteran Silverio Ortiz in September. Fighting out of Bosnia, Janjanian's 34-13 with 24 knockouts and face the likes of Bektemir Melikuziev, Martin Murray, Stephen Butler, and Pierre Hubert de Bombe, among others. Also, we're going to see Cariopi Pink Tyson Caruni out of Las Vegas, squaring off against Colombia's Calista Salgado in a 10-round matchup for the WBA Continental America's Junior Lightweight Championship. Caruni, uh, uh, who's 12-3 and three with two knockouts, shut out Simone de Silva over eight rounds this past February. A longtime contender, Silgado is coming off a fourth-round knockout of Dalia Vasquez back in October. Bantamweight Melvin Emilio Lopez, 28-1 out of Miami. He's going up against uh, his Nicaraguan challenger. Oh, no, sorry. Lopez is from Nicaragua originally, now in Miami. And he's challenging Washington-based Filipino Jobert Lion Alvarez, who's 23-2. 
in an eight rounder for the WBA Continental Americas title. So this is going to be one heck of a show. Um, let's have a quick read here. Oh, Amari Piedra said he must be the fellow who's in charge of the WBA's KO drugs. He goes, Box Lab Promotions is extremely excited to be the promoter. Oh, no, sorry. This fellow must be with Box Lab. Box Lab Promotions is extremely excited to be the promoter of the WBA's KO Drugs card. This talent-laden card featuring multiple title fights brings some of the best international boxers to Orlando. We appreciate the WBA and its president, Gilberto Mendoza, for giving the Box Lab team this opportunity. December 11th is going to be a special event and truly a night of champions. Whoa, it doesn't stop there. There are other 10-round title fights. The WB Fed Caribe Light Heavyweight Championship features Joseph George, undefeated, 12-0, out of Houston, Texas, going up against Rayco Santana, 8-3, out of uh, Chihuahua, Mexico, via Cuba. WA Federide Junior Middleweight Championship, Ioannis Tellez, 2-0, out of Texas, via Cuba, going up against Gene Rivera, 8-1. Uh, out of Puerto Rico, WBA Feder Carib Lightweight Championship, Idalberto Umara, 7-1 out of Miami via Cuba. He's going up against Emiliano Garcia, 18-8-1 out of Buenos Aires, Argentina. Former unified middleweight champion and future Hall of Famer, Sergio Maravilla Martinez out of Buenos Aires, uh, faces Jefferson City, Missouri's Noah Kidd in an eight-round bout. Martinez, who won Fighter of the Year in 2010 after defeating Kelly Pavlik and Paul Williams, is 4-0 since returning to the ring in 2020. In six-round contests, heavyweight Herish Riz Cordoba meets Philip Jean Cid. Junior middleweight Giovanni Astella faces Luis Flores. And welterweight Damien Lascal battles Rondell Hubbard. And finally... Lightweight Alex Rios Vega will face an opponent to be named at a later time. There we go. Wow, we. Uh, just a quick little, I see a quick little note here regarding the actual resort. Um, you know, TripAdvisor's 2022 Traveler's Choice Award winner among the 10% of hotels worldwide to receive that distinction. The upscale Carib Royal the upscale Carib Royale Orlando is emerging from a $127 million renovation that includes fully remodeling all of its suites and all-new 50,000-square-foot grand ballroom, bringing the total meeting space to 220,000 square feet. Wow. So obviously, uh, for those of you down in Florida or elsewhere who want to put on a fight, that seems like a great place to have it, that's for sure. All righty, about yep that brings me to the end of uh, all the news uh, fit to print here on talk and fight thank you for joining me once again i appreciate it remember to like share subscribe it's going to be a busy friday it's already started off with holly donovan reporting live from london and uh next up we're gonna see mike gore cedric ben on uh their show uh knuckle up and then at seven o'clock we're gonna see tim witherspoon and maybe a few other people uh for the friday night panel Thank you very much for joining me. Appreciate it. Remember, like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell.